welcome to Access Point. Access Point is a new on-demand business education tool being developed for use by small businesses across the District of Columbia. Access Point is brought to you by the DC Department of Housing and Community Development, DHCD. The DC Department of Small and Local Business Development, DSLBD. District Bridges and the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. Hey, hello everyone and welcome to Access Point. Uh, we are coming to you today from uh, remote locations. Uh, I'm very excited to, to welcome our guests this morning, but first I want to thank our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It's their grants to us that are allowing us to produce this podcast for you all. Um, this is, this is a brand new world for everybody, particularly small business owners. And uh, DC is lucky to be uh, full of Main Street programs like Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. And uh, like our guest today, uh, Gloria Garcia from the Van Ness Main Street uh, in Northwest DC. So uh, good morning, Gloria, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. Really happy to be here. And I, I want to echo your uh, sentiment in thanking our sponsors for making this possible. Great, great. Uh, Gloria, you've got uh, some phenomenal businesses in, in your corridor, and uh, they are not, not the least bit shy about being creative and uh, making, making good progress in kind of flipping things around as best they can uh, during the time of coronavirus here. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the creative ways your businesses are surviving this. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Yeah, as most main streets, you know, you're you're going through the same thing. I mean, we're, we're a rather small one. We have 37 um, businesses on our main street, and of which right now um, nearly half are closed, either by their own wish or by mayor's order. But those that we've been working with have been incredibly creative, and I also have to say fearless. They um, range from a James Beard award-winning uh, bakery the destination restaurants we have on our corridor like americano and um comet ping pong and bucks and little red fox which is another you know destination so these owners have been able to what i call take advantage of what we what we've seen across the city over the past couple of years the pop-up phenomena and so if you want to go to the slides, I can, um, you know, talk through what I'm calling the pop-up phenomenon. So um, the, this, this trend that we've seen across the city has mostly been with actual pop-ups. But what I've seen our businesses um, quickly able to do is think about uh, the products. So we have pop-up products that... The, the business owners have been able to see that that's what's needed um, by 
the customer. So we have a restaurant like Americano that is only allowed to do delivery and, and, and curbside pickup as, as all are across the city. Well, they're handing out um, toilet paper with their new family meals and if you buy um, a bottle of wine. So, you know, you would never see toilet paper in a, re a restaurant like Americano. Um, you also have, as I mentioned, the James Beard award-winning um, uh, uh, bakery. And they have pineapples, they have fruits, they've, they've completely turned into a grocer because that's what the community needs. And then we also have Comet Ping Pong and James is incredibly uh, creative and just fearless. Um, he's uh, adding herbs and, you know, shots so people can, you know, have a shot and buy their herbs while they're picking up their meals and getting um, some, some food. Um, next slide. So that's what I call up the pop-up product element of this. And then here, you know, what they've done too is within this product situation is back to basics and pivoting. Like I said, anybody who's really open on our main street was quick and fearless and aggressive in saying, what do the customers want and how are they going to feel comfortable using our space and our, our business? So you've got bread first, as I said, James Beard, award-winning bakery. Um, you know, Mark Furstenberg and his manager, Scott, you know, they're, they're selling bleach, they're selling detergent, they're selling toilet paper, and they're selling paper towels, along with a full array of milk and orange juice and fresh vegetables. Um, Uptown Market, which is uh, already had a market feel, but it was more upscale, has done the same. And what they've done is they've, they've put up a wall to better control um, the safety of their customers and um, between what the restaurant part was and the market. So they've created this very inviting space on the market side and they're controlling entrance and exit um, into the market. And then you have like a little uh, Red Fox who also owns Sugar Fox. So Sugar Fox had to close because it could not meet the space and social distancing orders of the mayor's um, of the mayor because it's such a tiny space. It's basically a little tiny confectionery shop with ice cream with four little stools. So they they made the, the responsible decision to shut down. And, but they're offering at Little Red Fox now that has also converted to kind of a grocer um, model, they're, they're offering their Sugar Fox products for an experience for kids at home. So one of their most popular um, items is their cupcakes. So they've created a whole kit for cupcake um, making and decoration at home. You can either make the cupcakes or they can provide the cupcakes with the decorations that the kids can use at home. So, you know, just really creative stuff of how to help their, their customers get through this, but also give them what they need at this point in time. Next slide. Yeah, and, and one of the coolest things I think is that instead of just, you know, adding to the stress of curbside pickup, uh, for those people that do want to come to the restaurants and pick up their food, you have four great examples here um, uh, of Comet, of Little Red Fox, of Bucks, and my dog did photobomb that picture, I will admit. And then you have um, Muchas Gracias. 
So right here, you have this um, example of all of what I'm talking about. So Comet had created on their front patio, you know, an experience for for their uh, customers picking up. They they're making sure that only two people can be on the patio, one in the far right corner, and one as they're picking up their food. And the interesting thing is they've added a fire pit, so like the customers can can enjoy another experience. Yeah, it's great. So you can see that they have enough room for social distancing, and you see their employee with their um you know with their required mask. And it's just a really cool place, you know, and people line up on the sidewalk and then one person gets in that far um, corner while the other one's picking up their food. So, um, and Little Red Fox has added uh, a tent in their branded colors so people don't have to stand in the rain. Um, they also have great signage. Uh, and then Bucks has, Bucks is um, also doing the same thing on their patio. He has another um, fire pit there and he's got dog bowls for people who want to bring their dogs. But you see the wine, um, the wine out on the table. He's offering people free glass of wine, um, uh, you know, in a very safe um, way with with disposable uh, cups as people are waiting. And then muchas gracias is really the 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 the, the greatest example that we have on the avenue right now. Muchas gracias is the space that. Uh, the owner of Comet Ping Pong and Bucks was about to open before this happened and um, the restrictions went into place. So instead of sitting on the space, he said, what can I do with it and my incredible chef? And they just created a pop-up called Muchas Gracias DC. And part of the proceeds um, goes to our immigrant restaurant workers across the city. So that's just a great example of thinking, what does everybody need? Our clients, my staff, as well as the people who are really suffering um, because of the closures of our restaurants across the city. So overall, I just think this pop-up phenomenon has um, been able to help our, our businesses uh, really bustle, which is a, a, a relative term today. But I just think it's a great um, way to demonstrate how these businesses have, you know, quickly and aggressively pivoted. And I think this is here to stay for a long time um, moving forward, you know, through the recovery and, and, and a way to deal with vacant space on our main streets. I'm glad you mentioned that about uh, being around for a long time. I think that's an important, an important thing to, to talk about. You know, are these these new models? They're obviously successful for this for this short term. Well, what we hope is a short term event. Um, but it, are these things that are going to be able to translate well into um, into the the way they do business on a regular basis once the restrictions are lifted? Do you think these are things that are kind of here to stay? Yeah, I do. I, I in some form, I, I can't say that James Beard uh, Bakery Bread First is going to continue carrying bleach or um, you know or detergent, but I I can see him keeping the concept of the grocery store. You know, we're kind mm -hmm. of they're already kind of a European inspired bakery. Their their flooring, their design. It, it makes you think you're you're in a in a European bakery. 
So like in Europe that you go buy your fresh vegetables every day, I think that is sustainable, right? Because it then, then it's going to um, support all of the local farmers, right? Instead of having a farmer's market every, every Saturday, which will continue as well, people could get fresh vegetables throughout the week. Um, so I think, I think in some shape or form it is. I definitely believe that the muchas gracias pop up, you know, in a space that that couldn't be used for its first intent, which was a sit-down restaurant. We're going to have a lot of vacancies, Carl. I mean, Kyle, you know that. I mean, we already had vacancies on the avenue. This is just going to increase the number of vacancies across the country in in a way that's in a volume that's unprecedented. So I think it's going to be an opportunity for landlords and entrepreneurs, and I think for definitely for the main streets to be the bridge to bring them together and utilize the space until it can get filled again. So if we have vacant restaurants, I think restaurants, we can, there could be chefs that want to showcase, you know, and do pop up weekends or a week, um, you know, we ourselves have a huge office thanks to the University of District of Columbia, which is an actual retail storefront. So we see ourselves continuing our pop-up, you know, mentality. As soon as we open, are given the reopen and we'll follow procedures necessary for social distancing, but we expect to have a pop-up bookstore which was postponed from April, you know, we're so, but I think aside from using our space, we're going to work with the landlords to use the space that's going, I mean, to be vacant on the Avenue. And I think that that's going to bring the residents out. I think it's going to build such goodwill um, after this long shelter in place that it, it, it's something I think it's going to be scalable across the country with the main streets. Great. Great. So, uh, obviously these these businesses are, are working closely together and doing some amazing amazing interim work what are some other best practices that you are seeing in your community for for safety and and distancing yeah that's that's a great question um what the the first one that I think I'm seeing um, which actually helps the businesses too they are definitely practicing only 10 people in their store or the amount of people that they feel is comfortable to social distance. So for Bread First, which is probably one of the most bustling, they have a line, you know, of people waiting six feet apart and someone controlling entrance on the front and on the back end because they have two entrances. So, um, so that I see, you know, in practice everywhere. I see it up, up where I told you at Comet Ping Pong, at what I call our upper corridor. You know, he's created the experience, but people are lined up and he's got staff definitely controlling that. The same at Americano. Americano's actually uh, doing, they have an, a back alley. So people literally can just pull up text the owner and he puts the food in the back of the car. So that's really minimal, yeah. minimal contact. So very creative, yeah. but definitely the social distancing. I mean, everyone's wearing masks. 
some of these businesses were even wearing masks before the order came out, you know, um, wearing gloves uh, and, um, you know, just a lot of wiping down, you know, wiping down where, where you can go in into the grocery stores. There's a lot of wiping down of the point of sale, you know, credit card uh, equipment. But I think I think the best thing they're doing right now is is that social distancing and not allowing people into the places or, you know, even protecting their staff. Right. Sure. You don't want sure. overcrowding. So so, oh. I, you know, in these days and time, I think people lining up six feet apart is a is a signal is a sign of success. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, and for from a Main Street perspective, what what is Van Ness Main Street doing uh, to support businesses that may not be able to replicate what Bread First or uh, Little Red Fox or I'm Eddie Cano is is doing? What you know, s- some of the service industries that that can't um, can't necessarily pivot with different right. products. How are, how is Van Ness Main Street helping yeah. them? Well, sadly, I have to say that our Van Ness Main Street service um, providers are almost all shut down. I mean, we have hair and nail, right? So what we're doing is um, making sure that we're promoting. Well, first of all, we worked with those um, those business owners who are not, as you say, you know, savvy on promotion and didn't need it. But if they didn't have uh, gift card sales, we are helping them make sure that they have gift card sales. Uh, because, you know, a barbershop wasn't necessarily selling gift cards for a haircut, but we're, we're trying to work with them to see how we can help them with that. Um, our nail places already had the gift card concept, so that's been easier. Um, the other thing we've been doing is, which I'm sure you've been doing is trying to connect those business owners with all of the emergency grant and SBA loan and, you know, the CARES Act provisions and providing information. And um, the other thing we've been doing is uh, our e-communications. We're featuring businesses both on Tuesdays and Fridays, and that's been really well received. Uh, The other thing we're about to launch, and uh, this gives me inspiration, this session, is we're going to launch our... uh, lunch at Van Ness Main Street. It's going to be an e-series and we're just going to feature entrepreneurs that might not, that aren't even on the main avenue, right? We, we, we work with the people on the avenue, but we've got so many entrepreneurs that we feature in our pop-ups. So we're going to kind of do an electronic pop-up series where they can, you know, show us what they do. I mean, we've got a lot of physical therapists and yoga professional coaching, you know, to name a few that are doing everything virtually. And I think we're going to start showcasing those, um, you know, helping those. We've also, honestly, the ones that made the decision to shut down, Kyle, you know, just shut down without trying. We've kind of worked with them and, and, and pushed them to. So we had one open last week, you know, for restaurant. And now we have another one opening on May 1st. So oh, we've been great. kind of working with the owners. Yeah. So we're kind of working with the owners to say, hey, you know, some others are making it work. You know, let's let's help you, you know, figure this out. But we can't help you if you're closed. So 
So if you have the capacity, either because you've gotten some grant money or you've, um, you know, gotten the PPP, you know, whatever, let's, let's, let's get you reopened and work with you to promote and, um, and, you know, use those best practices that others are using. You know, I'm telling everybody, get a fire pit. You know, I've been telling, it's like, we'll buy you a fire pit. It's a good, you know, a fire pit, some signage and some lights, right? Like people want to know you're open. So, so yeah, so that's what we've been doing with those businesses. But, um, you know, pretty much all the ones that I've mentioned, with the exception of maybe a couple, I mean, everybody else is shut down. So slowly we're working to help them. We also launched the Van S Main Street Growth Fund. So we're fundraising every Tuesday and Friday, you know, as those emails go out. And I'm happy we've raised about $10,000 um, from the from residents. So, you know, there's a really good support there. And it's all restricted to go to the businesses. So whatever we sure. do, it, it, it adds to the DSLBD funding. But yeah, and I mean, we've been able to give out $54,000 in grants. That's the other big thing, you know, thanks to our funding from DSLBD. So, so that's what we've been doing. But, you know, hopefully our series is going to be something interesting to keep promoting these businesses. I love I love that idea about uh, a, a series to to discuss the ways that the businesses are surviving and uh, particularly when when you're talking about just as you pointed out businesses that may not have brick and mortar locations on your corridor but are important parts of the community uh, I I love the mm -hmm. idea of, of highlighting them uh, right right next to the popular brick and mortar locations I think that's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited. And we're going to make it fun, too. You know, we're hoping to do Cinco de Mayo. We hope to do Muchas Gracias, showing us how to make a really great margarita. Uh, you know, I'm even thinking of, of cooking from my kitchen and doing a tortilla because everybody wants to know how you make a Spanish tortilla. So I thought, why not record it and put it in, you know, an E-series? So it's going to be mixed up, you know, showing the personality and the diversity of the the whole community so i think it'll be kind of interesting yeah so we're excited about it very good uh well gloria thank you so much for taking time to visit with us today uh and i think we're going to be uh chatting with uh chef uh christian from um muchas gracias dc uh later on uh so thank you for Thank you for mentioning him, him here today. I'm very excited about the conversation with him next week. Um, so keep us updated with what's going on in Van Ness. And, um, and again, this is Gloria Garcia from Van Ness Main Streets. Uh, Gloria, what is your web address for everybody? Sure, it's uh, Van Ness, two N's, two S's, mainstreet.org. Perfect. Uh, thank you for your time today. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get you back around to, to talk about the next stage of, of recovery. Thanks. Great. And thanks, thanks everyone for tuning. Day. Yep. Thanks everyone for tuning in to Access Point today. See you later.